Hello and welcome to our podcast about the film Crash. My name is Mareike. I am Janis. And I am Anna. And we are the host of today's podcast. To get you into the theme, we will start quickly with a one-minute summary of the movie Crash, where you will get to know the most important information on the film. Crash is an American crime drama film from 2004 and is produced by Paul Haggis. The film features racial and social tensions in Los Angeles, a city where many ethnic groups live side by side but are still mentally separated. Several stories interwave during two days in Los Angeles, involving a collection of interrelated characters. A police detective with a drugged out mother and a thieving younger brother, two car thieves who are constantly theorizing on society and race, the white district attorney and his irritated and pampered wife, a racist white veteran cop caring for his sick father at home who disgusts his more idealistic younger partner, a successful Hollywood director and his wife who must deal with the racist cop, a Persian immigrant father who buys a gun to protect his shop, a Hispanic locksmith and his younger daughter who is afraid of bullets, and more. As we know now, the film Crash plays in the city Los Angeles. Besides other factors, like the big film or music industry, LA is known for its large ethnic and cultural diversity. But as we saw in the movie, this multiculturality also has negative sides in the city. Los Angeles has a lot of social problems, like homelessness, unemployment and poverty. This causes more problems, like a lot of gang crime or also low education standards. All of those facts make Los Angeles to one of the largest and most popular cities, but also to one of the most dangerous ones. To make clear for you how big the ethnic diversity in Los Angeles really is, we made a quiz for you. We are going to have a caller from you guys at home who will try to answer some questions about LA. So, we are calling him back right now. Hey, welcome! You are now live on our podcast. Oh, hello! Oh, wow! I'm so excited. I believe you will do great. So, are you ready to start the quiz? Yes, I'm ready. Okay, so the first question is, What is the most spoken language in Los Angeles? Mm, well, this sounds a bit too easy, but it must be English. Oh, I'm sorry, but that's false. The most spoken language in LA is actually Spanish, with 44% of the population. Oh, wow. I would not have expected that. That's not too bad. Maybe you know the answer to our next question, because you only have to estimate a percentage. So. What percentage of the population of LA are actually white people? Oh, that's difficult. Um, I would say maybe about 50%. I am very sorry, but that's also false. Only 28% of the population is white. But thank you very much for taking part in our podcast. Have a nice day. Bye. Thank you very much. Bye. Well, who would have thought that this quiz was so hard? But the answers of the caller show how unexpected high the ethnic diversity in LA is and how important it is to talk about the problems that are caused by that. A large problem that comes with ethnic diversity is stereotypes or prejudices. We want to point up to this problem by interviewing a character from the movie Crash. So today we have invited a character who was directly confronted with prejudices and racism. Welcome Farhad, an Arabian shop owner from LA. Hello. 
Hello, sir. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me. So, if you want, we can start with the interview immediately. All right, I'm ready. We can start. Great. So, to start this interview, what have been typical stereotypes you have been confronted with? In my case, people compare me to Os Osama bin Laden just because I'm Arabic. Sometimes policemen actually control me more often than white people. And they also say things like, you're more suspicious than other people. Why do they reduce me on prejudices? I don't get it. Right, and how do you react when people try to connect you with 9-11? And what is your opinion on racial profiling? I try to ignore them, but in my mind I get really angry about it. I hate racial profiling because people blame you as bad persons or terrorists just because you are foreign. Yeah, and how did you feel when Dirk, so the gun shop owner, reduced you on stereotypes? I wanted to defend myself because that man is a racist. I guess he didn't want to sell me a gun because I'm from Iran. I do not speak English fluently, so he didn't recognize me as an American citizen, which made me angry. I think every person should be treated equal, equally and it doesn't matter where he comes from. I do not blame anybody from his ethnic background, so why should people blame me for just being an Arab? Our society is based on prejudices and that's what I hate about our society. People just don't look at the actual person. They reduce them on their nationality and that's not good. Right, and that's already it. Thank you very much, Farhad. I agree to you and the points you made were very good to understand. I hope we can talk again sometime. Goodbye. Out of all these stereotypes and the racism comes another big problem that affects all of America. It is the police violence against other cultures and especially against dark-skinned people. This topic plays a major role in the film Crash and is through provoking. After a call last week for the listeners to send us examples from the film, we have compiled the most important ones for you to enjoy. For one thing, the police pull cars off the road for no reasons because the drivers are black or immigrants. They justify their actions with the fact that they will find something incriminating with them. For example, they are taking the test for drunk driving or through the opposite is obvious. Another point is police officers are very aggressive towards immigrants or dark-skinned people. They punish them for lack of respect and provoking them. To talk more about this topic today, we also have the luck to interview the police officer Graham, who is also a character from Crash. Welcome Graham, we are delighted to be interviewing you today. Hello, thank you for the invitation. Today's podcast is also about police violence, which I'm sure you experienced firsthand in your career and in your com community. How do you deal with it? Because you're dark-skinned too. It is certainly difficult to watch. You're absolutely right. I see it every day that workmates in front of me display aggressive behavior towards dark-skinned people. Still, it's difficult to do anything about it. Especially in my situation, it is better to remain silent because it took a long time to get to my position in this job. Even though I'm dark-skinned, I can understand both sides in a police encounter. Immigrants, in particular, often show disrespectful behavior towards the police officers, which, of course, makes the relationship even worse. And the police officer can no longer dis distinguish between good and bad. We completely understand your situation. It's like being caught between two stools. If this kind of violence is so well known, why isn't anyone else doing anyth anything about it? 
It is difficult to change the traditional attitude of police officers. Young cops like Officer Hansen try to do everything better, but at one point every officer comes to a situation where he has to make a decision. Usually the traditional attitude wins. Nevertheless, the origin of a person doesn't matter in an absolute emergency. There was one particular incident where Officer Ryan still imaged as a hero. Would you like to tell us about it? Yes, of course. It's a wonderful story. Officer Ryan is also very skeptical of immigrants and has many prejudices. It was said that he sexually harassed a woman during an interview because she was very disrespectful. A few days later, he was called to an accident where a woman was trapped in a car and her life was in danger. Officer Ryan put himself in harm's way and rescued the woman with, without hesitation. By coincidence, it was the woman he sexually harassed. So he practically made it up to me. Great story. Exactly this shows the willingness to help despite police violence. Thank you for being so honest. From the comments, it appears that the audience is grateful for the information. I am really glad to hear that. It was my pleasure. After the interview, we already got a great insight and can look at the matter from a completely different perspective. But police violence doesn't only exist in movies. It is also a companion of our everyday life. When I mention George Floyd, it sends a shiver down everyone's spine. The 46-year-old African-American was killed by a violent arrest. The whole thing was filmed and aroused great attention. This is just one of many incidents and shows how topical this issue is. Well, guys, our podcast comes to an end now. Thank you very much for listening to this a little more serious episode of our podcast. We hope you've learned a lot today. And if you want to find out some more information, please visit our website. You will find everything you need there. Have a nice day. Bye. Bye.